freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm with my sis. She actually came through. We're going to talk to her about her surgery. We're going to talk about these shootings that's going on in America. And we're going to talk about dating and trust. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? First of all, how are you doing? I am in pain. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to a couple of fans mm-hmm. right before I came on, and they were like, "Is your sister going to be on today?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I think she's doing it for spite because yeah. she said that she was going to come on, and I told her that she wasn't. So I feel like she's doing it for spite, but mm-hmm. uh, she's here." Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't know by my face that I am in excruciating pain. All right, now I will say, I'm feeling better. I'm okay. I I will say, you ain't never been one for pain. No, no, not never. No, so how bad is it? How was the surgery? How was the recovery? How are you doing? Break it all down for the folks. So, the surgery was good, it's quick. It's, it's, um, the gastric sleeve. I think the surgery takes about an hour, hour and a half. Um, it's done laparoscopically. So they're not like cutting me open. They made seven, like one inch incisions in different places on my stomach. And then they just stuck the instruments in and then they do the operation using the Da Vinci robot. So it's real quick. It's easy. Um, they had me on some very nice painkillers. I don't know if anybody's ever had Dilaudid, but, uh, it's heroin. It's heroin. Uh, it's legal, legal heroin, but, uh, and the staff at shout out to Pete, my hospital, but staff absolutely top tier. Um, they really took care of me. So that whole time, great experience. Was I in pain? Yes. The most of the pain comes from in order for them to see what they're doing, they have to fill you with gas to like blow you up so they can see. So it's like you're being bloated. Yes. Oh, and that's so a that horrible gas, feeling. That gas is constantly moving around in my abdomen, and it's it's painful. And mm. the only way to get rid of, I mean, I'm just burping. I mean, that's really there's nothing else you could do. Burp some farts. <laughs> um, that's that's you know, it's not ladylike, but it is what it is. Um, but I think my recovery is going. I'm, I'm getting better each day. So okay, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm doing good. As far as Pain and recovery, which mm-hmm. is worse, this or COVID? COVID. Yeah, that COVID wasn't no joke. COVID, COVID had me out like this. This, I'm up and I'm walking around. You know, uh, the first day or so that I got home, I was sleeping a lot. 
but now I'm up, I'm walking around because you got to prevent blood clots and things like that. So you got to mm-hmm. get up and move. And, uh, but COVID, COVID had me out. I was out. Yeah. I was down for the count because that was a whole body ache as opposed to just my abdomen. I've and- never, I've never been, and you know, I've had all the sicknesses. Yeah. I had mono and pneumonia at the same damn at the same damn time <laughs> for a month. Time for a month, mm-hmm. and that was horrible. But I made it through, right? Yeah. Obviously, I'm still here. I'm still yeah. here. I'm still standing. I don't know what's up with these movie references today. I don't know. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, pop culture references, right. but um, COVID. Literally, I remember talking to y'all. We all did a, a video chat. I caught for those of you that don't know, I caught COVID on my birthday. That's mm-hmm. when the heart of it came. It was on my birthday. So we were all video chatting in the morning on my birthday, the whole family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, I tested positive. Like it was, it took like one second for that COVID to just pop up there. Yeah. And I was like, I got COVID, COVID. And you, you were don't like, have to guess when you take that test. You don't have to guess. If you mm. have COVID, they say, oh, wait 15 minutes. Nah, not necessary. Nah, it yeah. pops up immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And everybody, all y'all were saying, eh, well, your day is shot. You're going to be sleeping. And I was like, no, nah. I was determined. I had mm-hmm. made my breakfast. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pour me out some drinks. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to fight through this. No. Within an hour of hanging up, I was like, let me just go ahead and take a nap. I did not get out of bed for the rest of the day. Yeah. I had to pull myself out of bed to, to walk crypto. It was, yes. I've never, I've never been taxed like that before in my life. And I've never not wanted a dog more in my life. <laughs> yes. Because the fact that I still, regardless, had to take care of her, it, it was torture. Mm-hmm. It was absolute torture. <laughs> But, now, what's it like having mom there? Because for those of you that don't know, mom flew down to take care of you, which is, this is a funny aspect about mom. Mm-hmm. And I know she's there. She might be listening in on the background. She probably is. Yes. This is a funny aspect about mom. When we were kids, mm-hmm. our mom's a nurse. When we were kids, it's not like she was the comforting type when when we got hurt or something like that. Mm-mm. Remember when you got that nail stuck in your hand or worse yeah. yet, remember when you got stung by the bee? <laughs> Mom was yeah. like, stop all that hollering so I can see where it is. Right. <laughs> but now if something is going on, she she dropped everything at the drop of a dime to mm-hmm. come and take care of us. And it's just like, well, when we grow now, we don't really need you to take care of us. I needed you to take care of me when I was that little kid and I got no, that bee stick. I still need it now. <laughs> and it's it's the same it's the same bedside manner. She gets the job done. That's the point. Does mom get the job done? Yes. Okay. Are you gonna feel all warm and fuzzy inside? You know, probably not. When is the job gonna get done? Are you gonna feel better by the time she leaves? The answer is yes. So, Give me some examples. Give me some examples of her bedside manner. Uh, Cussed out earlier today. Uh, what you need to do? You need to be up and walking. Since you're up, get it up. Go walk ten laps around the island. You know, it's it's like that. It's not like okay. Well, since you're up, sweetie, honey, angel, why don't you? Why don't we walk some laps together? always what you need to do you know i hate that expression mom and dad have ruined it we were having fun playing you know just having a good time oh 
I'm glad y'all got so much energy or mm-hmm. what y'all need to do is go upstairs and go clean up your room. How did that come about? How we was just sitting here. I have fun. Just My kids. Having fun. Why Why we got to do work? Because we having fun. <laughs> That's how it is. But am I feeling better? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's the most important yeah. thing. Uh, you know, she stand over me at night, not making a sound. And then I look up and see her and I jump scare. <laughs> and then she's like, it's time for you to take your pain medicine. I, you know, it's just, but was she right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, she she Kathy Bates. She, she Kathy Bates you from misery. <laughs> a little. bit. Why job done? Wait a minute. Why why is she standing over top of you <laughs> with her with her finger under your nose to make sure All I'm right. still That's important. You just wake That's up. You be like, ah, yes. Mom, what you need? It's time for you to take your pain medication. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know she was right. It was time. <laughs> was yeah. it in the middle of the night or was it just regular nighttime? I think it was like ten thirty. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it was like ten thirty. Yeah. All right. So, what are some of the like? What can you eat right now? Um. So I'm on a clear liquid diet. So water. Any Vodka. kind of no alcohol. Oh, okay. Um, but you can do like mix-ins like crystal light, or you can half it with like hundred percent juice, as long as there's no sugar. Can't handle sugar yet. Um how's it hundred percent juice if it's no sugar? They don't have they have sugar free juice. I no juice? added no added sugar. But it has sugar in it. Yeah, like but there's have- no added sugar. Oh, so they, there's the natural sugar that's in the fruit juice. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so just anything that says no sugar added, and I look at says zero grams of sugar. Um, so I got some Jello. I got a little mug here. This has got uh, chicken broth in it that oh. I've been sipping on. Yeah, I mean it's not the best, but basically any clear. Look, I got some popsicles, um, and then my protein shakes. How long do you have to do that? Two weeks. Okay. And then two weeks after that, I get soft or pureed foods, basically baby food. I can eat baby food. Because you got to understand, they took two thirds of my stomach. So yeah. it's got to heal first. I can't eat anything too hot or anything too cold. I'm still letting my stomach heal. So I can't have like real harsh foods. Also, can't eat a lot. I can do about four ounces at a time. So most of the time, though, I can't even do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I start feeling some tightness, I'm like, mm, that's it. I'm full. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> mom be like, drink the whole thing. I'm like, this, there's nowhere for it to go. <laughs> it's, 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 oh, it's done. My. Yeah, I'm done. So how long until you can have like regular food? Uh, I think it's like week five. You're doing like soft foods, so I can do like scrambled eggs, mashed potatoes, yeah, mashed potatoes, stuff like that, and that's like week five and six. So like after six weeks, you can start to eat regular food as you can tolerate it. But a lot of people um, who've had the surgery or a similar surgery says carbs are just out; um, they don't feel good in your stomach because they expand. Mm-hmm. And so any rice, pasta, breads that you used to love, they're like, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good to eat it. So 
you ain't gonna be able to do it. Well, that's how I feel on a normal basis. Yeah, I eat some pasta and some bread. I my stomach <laughs> on Sunday. This was a this was my cheat day. Mm-hmm. I had donuts and, and chicken fingers for breakfast. Yeah, with well, champagne. we all know you're a chicken finger eating bitch. <laughs> 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 we established that last episode. Look, I'm telling you, that's what she said. That's that that's filled to me hilarious. Yeah, it, it was hilarious to me in the moment too when yeah. she said it. Uh, so obviously, I had you know donuts and chicken fingers, mm-hmm. and then I forgot what I had for dinner. Uh, oh, I had Chinese food. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that uh, by Sunday night, I was laying in bed and my stomach had expanded to the point where it was just straight painful and it did not go away until Tuesday night. Yeah. So that bloated, like painful feeling is how I feel all the time since the surgery. Yeah. And you could just feel it moving every time I get up or sit down or lay down. And then of course, you know, the places where the instruments went in is still really sore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but other than that, I'm all right. I know I'm, I know I'm healing. I know it's going to take a while to heal completely. Um, so I'm just taking my time with it. I'm not letting anything else stress me out. Uh, I try to answer my phone and answer texts, but if y'all not getting a response from me, it's because I don't feel like talking and I'm just going to focus on my recovery. Like I just, I haven't bothered you. I said, I think I sent you one. I think I only initiated one text Mm -hmm. yesterday and this morning. I initiated one yesterday and then this morning because I was like, so you sent me a topic. And I was like, yeah, yeah okay, we'll, we'll see what happens on Thursday. Yeah. And so I sent you the text this morning. And I was like, so what's the verdict? That wasn't the exact text, but it was something like that. And he was like, oh, I'm yeah. doing the show. I'm doing and it. And I was like, are you okay to do the show? I'm mm. doing it, damn it. I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. You're doing I it for spite. Said I'm doing the show. I'm doing it, damn <laughs> it. I, I'm, I'm a woman of my word. And I said last week that I was going to do the show. Am I uncomfortable right now? Yeah, I am. But hey, the show must go on. <laughs> and so she's here, folks. So that's my sister in the surgery. You have one parting shot to talk about, you know, anybody thinking about, anybody that's out there that's thinking about it, or him and Han, whether or not to do it, give them your perspective on it. There's a lot, we can come up with a lot of reasons why we shouldn't do anything. Yeah. Right. Like that, we can always come up with an excuse. Mm-hmm. The important thing when you're trying to get your life together in any way, not just physically, but in any way, when you try and get your life together, is to have a reason why. And it can't be something superficial or I'm just trying to have a hot girl summer. Well, okay, but you can always put that off for next summer or the summer after that or the summer after that. Like it's got to be something real. And substantial enough to make you want to change your entire life. And so, because this is a change that I'm going to make for the rest of my life. Like, mm-hmm. diet, exercise, this is going to be a part of my life forever now. This forever. Years, my stomach is gone, baby. There's, there's no turning back. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's gone. Like, there's no turning back here. So, I think you got to ask yourself, what is the reason why you want to do it? 
Is it enough of a reason to change your entire life? And if you feel any, even an inkling that you won't be committed to this, don't bother wasting your time and money because you really have to commit to it and you really have to be serious about it. And if you know you're just going to sabotage yourself or I'm just going to cheat a little bit or whatever, don't bother because you're not serious and you're not really going to put the work in that you need to put the work in in order to be successful. Preach. All right, sis. As as the fans like to say, I bring them up and down and back up again. So this is a down part. It's a roller coaster. Gotta, it's roller coaster. That's right. This is uh, what was it? The Grizzly at King's Dominion? No, that was one you get stuck on. But I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. we're about to talk about these shootings, mm-hmm. and 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 I and I know I got to get specific because there's shootings all over the place. Right. This week alone, there were three instances where people were shot. I, I want to say wrong place, wrong time, but that could be any situation. They were just right. literally in the wrong place by yes. accident and got mm-hmm. shot. First one was uh, in Kansas City. Young black man, Ralph Yarl. Grab mm-hmm. my revolver. And I. Sorry, my phone went off. <laughs> okay. I was trying to silence it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and off. All right. I don't yeah. know what the, I don't know what you're doing. Okay. So I had the Ralph, volume all the way down, so I don't know what happened. I, I, that's the reason why I turn mine on airplane mode, so it just just doesn't happen. That's smart. Yeah. I'm doing that. I just yeah, did it. You know, I'm not a buffoon all the time. Yeah. Uh, so Ralph Y'all got shot by Andrew Lester right outside of Kansas City, and this was a situation where a uh, young black man came to adore the door of a house that he thought that he was going to pick up his younger twin siblings. Mm-hmm. Rang the doorbell and waited. Andrew Lesser, 85-year-old white man, came to the door, shot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Then, as he fell down to the ground, shot him in the arm. Mm-hmm. Slammed the door. Okay? That young man crawled to three houses for help. He did not get help until the final house, the third house. And even in that situation, they told him to lay down on the ground with his hands in the air. And this was a young man that had been shot in the head. Mm-hmm. In New York, Kaylin Gillis and her friends were trying to find a party, a house party. Yes. And they were in an area in upstate New York. They're kind of in the wooded area, don't have good reception. And they had turned down this driveway to turn around to go back into another direction. And Kevin Monahan let loose. He didn't wait to see who was there. They were just turning around his driveway. He let loose with a couple of shots, uh, hit Kaylin. She's dead, 20 mm-hmm. years old. Then we go down to Texas. Yeah. And they don't give all their names, but uh, young girls that were in a competitive cheerleading competition were in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. One of the girls got out of her friend's car, went and did something, came back. She accidentally got, in, out, got into the wrong car. Yes. She got out of that car without any altercation or anything, went back to her friend's car. The person, his name was... Pedro Rodriguez Jr. came up to the car with his gun and started letting loose. 
Peyton Washington, one of the young cheerleaders, is still in intensive care, I believe. She's yeah. in, still in intensive care. These are three instances in one and, week. And Ralph is home and recovering physically. Ralph is home and recovering physically. Um, but three three instances. And, and all of them aren't racially motivated. So we can't go along that factor. The, the first one is absolutely racially motivated. Yes. Um, that old ass white man saw this young black kid and just immediately shot him. And I, according to Ralph, what Ralph told police in the hospital is that it was untrue. Lester said that uh, Ralph had reached for the door handle. He said, I never even touched the door. And when he shot me, and I was on the ground, he said, don't come around here no more or something to that effect. I have, I have, I want to get to that, but I have a larger issue. I want to get to Andrew Lester, but I have a larger issue uh, that I want to talk about. And it's just, I don't know when we got to this point where human life is just, we don't feel like it's important right. at all. And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking, I'm generally speaking. Yeah. We are letting loose with shots. Uh, just the other day, I forget where it was, uh, a young girl, I think it was down in Florida, maybe in Florida, young girl basketball went into a neighbor's lawn uh, by accident. The neighbor went over, shot her and her father and is on a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, disregard for human life. I don't know where it's really coming from. And you really only see these things happen in America. Do other people die from gun violence in other countries? Absolutely. But here in America, that's the American way, baby. We're going to shoot people. And and these aren't stand your ground type situations, right? Because there are situations where somebody's trying to break in your house and you got to let loose. And mm-hmm. that is what it is. And I respect that. But this, yeah, Ralph wasn't doing anything. He was ringing on the doorbell. It was his mistaken house. Uh, Kaylin, they were just lost. I don't know how many times I've been lost. Back in the day before there was a GPS, ladies and gentlemen, you would get lost, right? I don't know how many times I would get lost in neighborhoods trying to find a friend's house or a party or something like that, pulling to somebody's driveway just to turn around. Now the idea that somebody would just let loose, not run out. He didn't run out. And and confront them, find out what was going on. He just started shooting. I'm talking about um, Kevin Monaghan up in New York. Mm-hmm. He just started shooting. And a young man, Pedro Rodriguez, like who, I don't, these are young teenage cheerleaders. They're yeah. like, they showed the picture of Peyton. She's like this little itty bitty thing. I, I don't understand how you would get so angry that you just going you're going to point blank range shoot people in the car they have no way to defend themselves mm-hmm. they're not a threat to you and you just letting loose and and the talk of these weren't AR15s so we can't say they are AR15s but what we can say is it's just too easy for people to have guns people should be able to have guns but if it's not so easy to pass your driving test maybe it shouldn't be so easy to get a gun Right. And I know plenty of people that have failed driving tests. I ain't going to name no names. I mean, I'm one. <laughs> yeah, um, I was alluding to that. I, but I wasn't going to name no one. names. Um, technically, I did fail my driving test and he gave me my license anyway. Because mm-hmm. 
Because at that point, I was just grown. And he's like, you know what? It's good enough. And uh, so that is me. Uh, Another problem, and I was talking about this with our brother earlier, is the issue of the stand your ground laws themselves that these states have. Mm -hmm. It's essentially giving people carte blanche to, to just enact vigilante justice. I mean, in all of these instances, if there were not stand your ground laws, everyone would have called 911. You didn't have to answer the door. You didn't have to come outside. You didn't have to go after this young lady if you thought that these kids were up to no good. That's what 911 is for. That's what the police is for. But because we have these stand your ground laws, and I think about 35 states, that are in addition to self-defense laws that we have. It's like, why do you need stand your ground and self-defense laws? You don't. Stand your ground just gives people, like I said, carte blanche to just enact their own style of justice. And I'll tell you, when I did um, gun safety training, you know, what our teacher said was, you do not pull your weapon as a first resort. It's the last. It's the absolute last. If you can't get away, if you can't call the authorities, if there is just literally nothing you can do and it's your life versus theirs... That is the only time you pull your weapon. And when you pull your weapon, you better be ready to discharge it. Like, it's not a threat. Mm-hmm. That's not a threat. It literally can take a... The purpose of a gun is to take a human life. That's the point. A gun is... There's no other purpose for a gun. Yeah, you can go hunting with them, blah, blah, blah. But the reason why they were manufactured, the reason why they were invented was to take human life. Well, we kind of knew this during George Zimmerman. I mean, we knew this, what, what was that, 10 years ago now? 10, 11 years ago? 15, yeah. Uh, LeBron James was in Miami. So it was somewhere between 2010, 2014. Mm. All right. So, yeah, but we've known that because that was a bullshit case. I'm not supposed to be cussing on this, but whatever. I'm upset now. Uh, That was a bullshit case in and of itself because you're chasing me. Yeah. I'm going to defend myself because I'm whooping that ass. Yeah. You can shoot and kill me. But I saw- The person uh, who had the right to stand their ground was Trayvon. Right. I, you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this next take. Okay. And I'm talking specifically about Andrew Lester. Oh, before I get to the Andrew Lester, I did a, um, and this is going to go to my point. It's going to roll into Andrew Lester. So on Monday, all that stuff popped off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooting with uh Ralph happened the week before, but the the shooting of Kalen happened like that weekend. So Monday, that was the first thing on the news, and on Monday they finally decided to charge Andrew after all these protests, and they realized that these people ain't gonna go away because Andrew went home that night. Yeah. So on Tuesday morning, I said I'm gonna do a little case study. Mm-hmm. So I went on foxnews.com because surely they're going to have articles on on what's going on in the world today. So, so you just determined to hurt your own feelings. No, it, it, it was <laughs> it, it, you're going to understand where I'm going with this once I explain it. So I go on foxnews.com and sure enough, the first article is something about 
Biden did something illegal. Like I, I expect that from Fox News. Second article, Kalen. They 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 discussed the Kalen. Yeah. I scroll down. I keep scrolling. I keep scrolling. I keep scrolling. I see things about uh, Antonio Brown giving an interview about why him and Tom Brady isn't cool. I keep scrolling. I keep scrolling. Nowhere on there do I see Andrew Lester or Ralph. Mm-hmm. Right, Ralph, y'all don't see anything, and it all hit me because if you're starting to, the information is coming out for people close to Andrew Lester and. The cops already knew that it was racially motivated during last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. He looks like the type of person that just binges right conservative, right wing conservative media. Mm-hmm. And if you're on Fox News and I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. They damn sure was talking about the kids in Chicago and downtown wilding out, but they damn sure were not going to talk about Andrew Lester shooting. So they'll portray black people and brown people in a negative light. Yeah. And if you only consume that and you're not interacting with people that uh, people of color, you're only mm-hmm. interacting with white people because this is all white neighborhood that he was living in, right? Okay. And you're only interacting with these people and you're consuming this media, you will absolutely believe that. And I do believe that he was in fear of his life. Because he portrayed this young black man as what's portrayed on Fox News or Newsmax or ON as the the threat to your safety. Right. He didn't see this young, brilliant, honor student that's in like scholastic special programs and plays yeah. instruments. He didn't see that kid. What he saw was a black person that from everything that he reads and watches is a threat and they won't get any blame for it. But the news organizations are responsible for this, just as they're responsible for January 6th, just as they had to settle for seven and a half million for defamation. And there's more lawsuits coming. The media that you consume, what you, what you watch and consume can absolutely distort your reality. Yeah. And I won't put it all on right wing media because I have some people that are close to me that are constantly sending me articles or reels or something like that. And I'm like, God damn, like I I know what they're sending me to to have been the case. Right. Because for content for the show, I'm always consuming media, all yeah. different types of media. Right. But it's all different types of media. It's not one continuous thing. So if you're watching one continuous thing all the time, I've seen people in the black community that have always been friends to all races start to try, start to turn on white people because of what they're seeing in their algorithm from whatever social media that they're following of just Mm -hmm. all the, if you, if you only get legislators trying to take away trans rights, trying to eliminate LGBTQ community, trying to force children to have uh, babies, even if they're 10 years old, because as a, as a Congresswoman in, damn it, Oklahoma, 
I believe it was, a congresswoman mm-hmm. in Oklahoma said the woman's body was meant to give birth and the life of that baby is more important than whatever that girl is going through, the 10-year-old rape victim, by the way. Yeah. Uh, if you're only consuming the the Ted Cruz's and and the uh, uh, what's the my Santos. boy, the Santos and and the Trumps. If you're only consuming that and you're only seeing that, that will rile up ha- anger. And as my man Yoda says, anger leads to hate. Mm-hmm. So I'm not giving a pass to Andrew Lester. He needs to pay for what he did. But also. Some of these media companies need to be paying for what they're doing. Yeah. And social media companies that are that are creating these algorithms to give you more of what you want to consume instead of more of what more of a variety of what you should be consuming. Um, I'm not giving him a pass on that. I'm not. No, I'm just saying I understand how it got to this point and it's only going to get you're going to see more and more situations like this. Yeah. And, and and honestly, beyond that, my my issue is the this idea of stand your ground. That's mm-hmm. my issue, because if he did all of these things that you're saying and he felt threatened by this now image of a black man that's standing on his porch. Why not call the police? Yeah. Why open the door? You didn't have to well, open the door just because well, he rang the doorbell. He opened the door to shoot him. That's that right. was the sole purpose. My Actually, is, no. I thought he. I thought he shot him. I thought he shot he him shot, through, the, through glass. the glass door, and yes. then opened the door to shoot him in the arm. Yes. And then told him, "Don't come." The, the audacity. That's some bold audacity. You didn't shot the person in the head. You shot him again in the arm. You might not realize you shot him in the arm. You may have thought you hit him in the body, and what then said, "Don't come back." Right. What's sadder is that this kid had to go to three different houses to get help. That, that was the reason why I brought that up. And so I feel like you remember there was a good Samaritan law years ago. I'm sure that's not in the case anymore. But it, like if there was a good Samaritan law, like those people should be charged. Yeah, absolutely. That was a child who had literally been shot in the he, head. It, he's not a 16 year old child like I was when I was 16, when I looked like a grown man. Yeah. He looks like he looks a like a child. child. Yeah. He was, he's not some seven, eight, 483 pound linebacker. Okay. He, he was a 16 year old boy. First of all, I know you exaggerated, but don't, none of that exists. That's bigger than Andre the Giant. Okay. So then, this is <laughs> no Andre the Giant big show type kid. Like this is, it was a, it was an average, he is an average 16 year old boy. You got black him. Andre the Giant coming to the door. I'm sorry. Right. I can't let that that might give me pause too. Anybody that damn big, that might that, give me some pause too. Yes, the that would give is, me pause. I'm not going to answer the door. No. The only reason why I would get the gun is if I feel like they're about to come through the door. I'm going to go get the gun and the phone. I'm talking about if uh, if what Jay describes as the seven foot eight black Andre the Giant come to the door. Yeah. I'm gonna get, go, I'm go go get the gun, but yeah. I'm also gonna go grab the phone. And my, the gun is if you try to come through that door. If you try to come through the door, right? Dash your ass. But I'm but not going to open the door. And it's just like the issue with um, Peyton Washington, the cheerleader. She had gotten back into her car or her friend's car. It wasn't even her. 
she wasn't the one that she was just sitting in the car. It was the the witness said I had gotten into the wrong car. I yeah. got back into my friend's car. I rolled down the window and was apologizing and he just let loose. Yeah. Peyton didn't have Peyton Peyton was just in the car with her friends. Yeah. And and the fact that you went, grabbed the gun, walked around to the driver's side, waited for her to roll the window down and to just start shooting into the car. And it's the and it's this idea that human life is so valueless. Yeah. That these minor things that even if they were trying to steal your car, that is not that does not equate to the death penalty. Your little raggedy ass Camry, uh, 88 Camry does not qualify for the death penalty. It just doesn't. <laughs> Sir, uh, uh, Mr. Lester, all them old man tchotchkes in your house probably smells like broccoli. Oh, none of none of none of the things that he would have stolen there, which I don't think you have a lot of anything. Mm-hmm. None of the things that he could have is worth the death penalty. It's not death penalty. No, you don't get to take someone's life. Luckily, Ralph did not pass away. Luckily, um, Peyton, she's still in the ICU, but has not passed away. But Caitlin did, and you know it what was sad it. about you know what's sad about that? Her boyfriend was in the car with her. He's like, he did an interview. I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of the life just because I turned down the wrong street. And not turned down the wrong street like you turned down the wrong street and like, okay, so like in D.C. and Baltimore, you turn down the wrong street and it'd be the wrong street. Mm-hmm. But people I ain't going to just start bucking at you. No. This was, they, they weren't expecting any danger. No. You and know how many times I bust a U.E. in somebody's driveway? We bust a U.E. in somebody's driveway. It ain't no big thing. Now, I've been in a house with somebody bust a U.E. in the driveway, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Oh, okay, they yeah. just had to turn around. You're going you, you gonna to go out there and yeah, look. Yeah, you're going to look. As, as, they, as they're driving away, you don't let loose. And and that, that young person died. All of this is said. And I understand your point that you're trying to make with stand your ground. And you're right. My point still is Fox News did not report that. No. They didn't. They wouldn't. They they, they didn't even. Because there's no way to spin that story. There's no way to spin it. Yeah, it is. There's absolutely a way to spin it. Because Lester, you can can spin it. If you're Fox News, you can spin it because Lester said he tried to open up the door. And And the only proof that you have that he didn't is him and his parents saying that he wasn't trying to. And and the reason why Fox News isn't talking about this, because I saw the interview where the um, it wasn't a DA. It was a DA. It was a DA. The DA gave an interview when they decided to press charges. And the questions that they got, does he have a criminal record? Talking about Ralph, does he have a criminal record? Is there any history of violence in his background? I'm like, I almost cussed on this episode. Uh, I'm like, you you got to be kidding me. No. Yeah. And that's the reason why Fox News is not going to report it because they can't find. There's there no is a slant. There is a slant. But he doesn't fit the criteria because he's too pristine clean. Like you can't find any fault. You can find some fault for me if I was 16 years old. He yeah. had a little, you know, he had a couple of run ins with the law. Right. And you could you could say something like that. Yeah. But with him. There's nothing there. So they're not going to report it. And that's what pissed me off. It was, 
oh, you're showing all these black and brown people when they do bad. And we do be doing some bad sometimes. We ain't innocent all the time. Them kids in Chicago, downtown Chicago, that was running wild, smashing stuff and robbing and just, yo, that I cannot defend that in any way, right? That that needs to be reported. We, I, we need to know about that. But also, people need to know that young black kid at the wrong house picking up his younger twin siblings got shot in the head all because he was black. Oh, you don't no. want to report that? It doesn't fit the narrative that you want to get across to your people because the only thing that you want to do is scare all your people that this great enemy is coming to get you. And the thing of it is that makes it so heartbreaking is that they don't even believe this. No, they Tucker don't. Tucker Carlson, all those, they don't even believe it. Well, I, I do believe Tucker so believes it. so much damage. Tucker believes it. He knows he knows the stuff that he's saying is BS though. And I, that was when that was when them text messages were leaked. That was different. That where was where you could see, okay, he knows he knows he's not stupid. He's not a stupid man. He knew that he knew that Trump was not telling the truth about election fraud in an election. He knew that. He knows them, they all know what's making them money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do not care. No, they at don't. all about the consequences because it's very easy to just pop an Ambien and go to sleep <laughs> and pretend exactly. like, oh, my one little news segment could not possibly be responsible for all of these things. Oh, but that's that's generally easy for most people to do. Most people can can pawn off their wrongdoings as oh, I didn't cause that. That wasn't that wasn't on me. Most people don't right. take responsibility. No, people very rarely take accountability for their I, actions. I think I'm the only one in the world. <laughs> on that note, segment done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sis, for this final segment, we're going to talk about this TikTok video that you sent me. Now, I don't have it because it's too long. I'm just going to give everybody a synopsis. Yeah, because there's happened. like eight parts to it. Yeah, it's eight very parts long. Are long. Yeah. So, guy and a girl, they're dating. All right. They've been dating for a little while. Uh, she decided to play prank on him. Uh, she deleted all of his created players, all his my players on NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. He freaked all the way out slamming the computer down crying telling her that it's over she's thinking what are you what are you talking about it's over this is a joke he's not taking it as a joke when you sent it to me so that's ladies and gentlemen that's the premise of the video yeah when you sent it to me i was like oh she's wrong for this but i know most women, because I've dated them and I play video games. Mm-hmm. And they say, why are you playing this silly game? Now, I play it solely for stress relief, but there's legitimate income in these games. Yes. There are tournaments, there are leagues. Esports is a real thing. You can make your money on Twitch. Oh, uh, yes. Broadcasting. There is, and, and it's my understanding that he was earning money mm-hmm. through playing 2K. Well, so I did a little research on it. He had three my players. My players are your creative players. The basic principle of it is you start out with like 
a low score, right? Like your player has a low score, say maybe like a 20. Your goal is to get to a 99, but it's a long process and you have to spend money yeah. to get to that point. If you don't spend money, it takes you even longer, but you have to spend money to get these bonus rewards, but you still got to put in hours and hours of work. If you get to the point where you have a player in the 90s, you can make real money and all in leagues, you can make real money and playing other players online. You can make real money just streaming you playing on Twitch. There's real, there is real money. And when I talk about money, I'm talking about six figures, seven figures. There is money out there for these games. And he had yeah. not one, not two, but three my players all in the 90s. So not only did that take an extreme amount of work to get there. Yeah. He was also getting that money because those players are, are are hard to get to. Yes. So when you sent that to me, that was my initial reaction. Oh, she's mad foul for this. But there was a therapist that followed up the video afterwards and she gave some stuff that I didn't even think about. Do you want to tell the people what, what basically the basic premise of what she said? Um, or you don't remember, do you? Did I send that to you or you saw another? No, video? no, 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 no. I saw it afterwards. So you didn't see that part. Maybe you didn't see that okay. part. Okay. Did you see what the therapist said? No. No. Okay. So you didn't see that part. The therapist said, basically the, the basic premise of what the therapist said was, is that she didn't respect what was important to him. Mm -hmm. That although she thought it was trivial the fact that he had put so much time and effort and work in it was important to him and her erasing it made made it seem didn't make it seem showed to him how insignificant what he did was to her yes so it would be like for ladies and gentlemen out there it would be like if you, you, you're married or you're in a relationship, you have a partner or whatever, and you both work, but you come home and you make this really fancy dinner, maybe because your partner had a bad day or it's a special occasion. And your partner says, oh, that's nice that you did that. I'm going to go to Pizza Hut or I'm going to go get Taco Bell. I don't want to eat this tonight. Yeah. Just completely disrespecting the work that you put in, minimizing what you did. And I was you like, you have oh. to like what I made, but at least acknowledge the work that went into it. Right. So I didn't even think when she brought it in, I was like, she said what I was thinking, but I, I didn't have the expertise to say this is what it was. Mm -hmm. And you find that often, like I find that not often, but I find that with women that I date because I play video games and they're like, you're a 40 year old man. Why are you playing video games? Difference does it make to you why I play video games? Right. Yeah, well, like, well, yeah. why do you do the things that you do? Right, like, right. don't disrespect do yoga. Well, why? Why do you? You know, I mean, but it's like it's something that you enjoy, right? You know, and you ain't gotta like it, but but damn it, if you with me, you gonna damn sure respect it. Yes, you gonna and respect it, me, and especially to me, it didn't feel like a prank. It felt malicious because. You have been a witness to how hard this man worked to get those three players into the 90s. And you knew how much it meant to him, where you even got the idea in your mind, what would happen if I erased them? 
it felt malicious to me. And it's, it's just the disrespect that people have. Like I said, you don't have to like what I do. You don't have to like that I play video games. But you see how much of my time I invest in it. It's clearly something important to me. Therefore, mm-hmm. it needs to be have a monochrome of respect from you. So I said at the top that this was dating and trust. It was it's dating. It's not dating. Well, somewhat trust. You trust a person enough if you're dating them that they will have respect for you. But it's really dating and respect. It's respecting one another. Just because you think that it's silly or not. I I I dated a girl one time and and I was and she would not spend the night over my place. She would drive home no matter what to go take care of her cat. To me, I've had cats. Cats are cool. You can leave them yeah. alone at night. And I don't understand why you got to race home to go feed this cat when you could have left the food out. Right. Well, she'll get lonely. She'll she'll get anxious and distressed. Yeah, that's her baby. That's it. And then and then yeah, that's when I had to realize I was like, oh okay, like say less because there's a bunch of people out there that them never had dogs. And they will be like, why do you do this for crypto? Why do you do that for the crypto? He's just a dog. It's it's my dog. This is my dog. It's like my child. Yes. It's my dog. It's like my child. It's not you don't understand thing. how much yes, it work absolutely is. and money and time we invest in our pets. These right. are this is not just a dog. If you mm-hmm. ever come in my house talking about Roni is just a dog, you can walk your ass right back out my house. Walk out. Look, you had that kid for one, two, maybe three years. I right. had my dog for 13 years. Right. Don't don't tell me it's the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Not on the same <laughs> level. Wait till your kid gets to 13. And then you tell me if we're on the same level or not. And we still won't be on the same level because that 13 year old, you can leave home by itself, go off and go do what you want to do. I'll still have to take care of that dog like he was a toddler. But there are too many toxic relationships out there where the two people do not respect each other. Yes, you may have passion for each other. You may be attracted to each other. You may like hanging out. That doesn't mean that you respect each other. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you look at this person and be like, I really respect you and what you're doing and who you are. It's a lot to get to that point. You don't just automatically respect somebody off the bat. So to get to that point takes a lot of work. And there's too many people out here dating people they're attracted to. Great. But y'all value systems are off and you don't respect each other. Well, the volume systems are off because I don't, a lot of times I don't think they realize what it is that they want. Uh, So uh, I have a friend of mine and he is always talking about how I'm turning down women. And I do. For those that are close to me, I turn down women right and left. It's not like I'm saying I'm Blair Underwood or damn, Blair I, I just, Underwood. I just dated myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know who is a hot who's a young hottie right now. You say Michael B. Jordan. I no, think I would never say Michael B. Jordan. Because well, I got I got legitimate I got legitimate beef with Michael B. Jordan. It's only in my mind, but it's legitimate beef. But okay, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I'm no, I know I'm no Michael B. Jordan, whatever, but you know, some women, you know, find me appealing. And uh, I'm always like, 
nah, I'm not interested in that. Like he's been out with me when women have hit on me and I'm like, no, I'm not interested in that. And his, in his mind, he's like, but she's hot. And I was like, there's more to being with somebody than just that physical attraction. Yes. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested. I had a few conversations with her. It's not going to work out. Well, how do you know that? Because I know what triggers are. Yeah. And and like, I know what certain people say to certain questions that I ask them and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what your mindset is. That's cool. I respect you. We can be friends. I can't date you. I, I'm at a point now in my life, I do have to admire the person that I, I have to admire them. Um, that admire that's, I I have to have respect for the person that I'm with. Respect and, and I've admiration. Dated a lot of people, I don't have no damn respect for. It. Yeah, and that's well, yeah. that's my fault. But you know, <laughs> but everybody but, you know, does that. Everybody's dated somebody who worked at Kenny's shoes. I mean, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. Not everybody has. That's <laughs> Dave um, But you know, like it, there, there's there's times you've dated people you don't have respect for. But I think a lot of it comes with experience, age, time, where you just realize. Where where your red what are red flags for you? What are green flags? What you'll tolerate, what you won't tolerate, what you'll accept, what you won't accept. But I think the key to all of it, and because you're right with all of those things, but the key to all of it is are you okay being by yourself? Because if you're okay being by yourself, that means you won't be searching for something to fill the void. Exactly. And and I hate when I talk to people. And and I'm like, so are you dating? And he's like, yeah. Like, so what are, why are you dating? I'm looking to find somebody to marry. Okay, let me tell you what's wrong with that concept in and of itself. You're looking to find somebody that's married. That means that that's on your mind, which means that you'll that more than likely you'll find try to uh, fit a what is it, a square peg in a round hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because your because your ultimate destination is to get to this point. Yeah, what you should be saying is. I'm dating and I'm hoping to find something that would last for a while, but I'm not going to rush into anything. I'm going to take my time to see what's out there. But that also means that you have to be okay with being by yourself. Too many people out here, not okay being by themselves. And the reason why you said that you saw maliciousness in her actions is because I can guarantee you he was spending a lot of time playing the video games and she felt neglected in her mind. Mm-hmm. Did she express that to him? Maybe. Did she express it to the point where he actually heard her? I don't know. Is that his fault for not listening? Maybe. Could he Could he also acknowledge the fact that, yeah, you're out here doing the grind and the hustle, but that you also need to give respect to the person that you're with because that, that person that you're with needs time? I'll never forget. And, and I know I bring her up often, but she taught me a lot of life lessons. So my ex-wife taught me, there's a lot of things I learned. There's a lot of things I matured in, in my life. While we were together, this is before we got married, but we're engaged and we're planning a wedding. I, I had progressed in my career to the point where I was starting to make some real moves. But at the time I'm making real moves, there is... It's very time consuming. Yeah. And there would be times that we would be eating dinner or something. That was our time to eat dinner, or watch TV. And I would run off to the computer to respond to emails. This is before like 
cell phones had emails, but really you had to run to the computer to emails. So I would yeah. disrupt whatever we were doing to go take care of work stuff. What she did was she wrote me a letter because she knows that I, when I read, I'll, I'll focus in on that and I'll absorb. She wrote me a letter. And in that letter, she did not say, you're spending all your time working, you're neglecting me. She started off by saying, I'm so proud of you. You are making big moves. You're chasing your dreams. I am so happy for you. And then she was like, also, I would like a little bit more of your time because you're spending a lot of time doing this. I told her, I read it. She gave it to me. I read it. And I said, say less. That's a done deal. I completely agree with you. Okay. But you got to have it type of relationship where you could talk and be honest with some people and be receptive. So I'm not giving her a pass for what she did, but could, but is he probably at fault for some of this toxic relationship as well? Yeah. Yeah. It takes two to tango. Yeah. Take, take last I heard, that's what it took. I've never seen one person tango. I've never seen one person tango. I mean, I think you could do it, but I I I don't know how those dips are going to (laughs) go. I said I we were going to bring it up. I don't know. I don't think we brought it up. It wasn't too many jokes on this, but would you still recover? And you in pain. It ain't going to be too many laughs when somebody is in pain. You just get what you get. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh. <laughs> See, that's the reason why we ain't cracking jokes because my yeah. sister's side hurt, but she here for y'all. Yeah. Because if, if y'all don't get. I care about you. Well, yeah, that plus she care about me because I told you last week, if they don't get the sibling at happy hour, it's a ruckus. Yes. My Lord. (laughs) It is a ruckus. But on that note, sis, what do you want to tell the people out there? Man, we don't want to deal with the police, but just call 911. (laughs) I'd rather deal with the police than y'all. Just call 911. I'd rather get a baton upside my head and tased and walk away with my life. Maybe. Maybe. I'd rather take my chances with the police. And that's saying that as a black person in America, Mm. than come up against a regular white dude with a gun. Just call the police. Leave me alone. (laughs) Knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people get where that's coming from, but uh, that's... uh... How I drink my juice in the hood in South Central. It's, don't be a menace. Don't be a menace to, while drinking your juice in South Central. In South something in the hood. It's I don't something remember. like that. Something. It's it's a Wayans Brothers movie. But on that note, yeah, I'll holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, out in 5,000. Peace.